Hi, listeners. I'm Irene Barton, Executive Director of the Cobb Collaborative, and I welcome you to Mind Your Mind Speaks. This is a podcast series that brings together subject matter experts and community leaders to help raise awareness, share resources, and inspire action through recorded conversations about mental health and well being topics. Today, we are delighted to welcome. Leroy Hutchins, common, more, much more commonly known as Trey, is a graduate of Cobb County Schools um, and specifically graduated from the Performing Arts Center at Pebble Brook High School. He loves to travel. He is a father of four. Oh my goodness, Trey, <laughs> hats off to you. <laughs> a, a chronic entrepreneur, loves um, particularly in the hospitality space and is a foster dad. And Trey, after many years of community service, was elected to serve on the Cobb County Board of Education for post three recently. Um, So Trey, welcome to the program. We're delighted to have you on board. And is there anything about you personally um, or professionally that I forgot to mention? Wow. Um, no, that that's pretty much it. The only thing that I can think of is uh, uh, my work with Georgia PTA and locally here with some of our council PTAs and local unit PTAs. Um, I am an advocate, a strong advocate for um, Georgia PTA and the work that is done to ensure that all kids, all of our kids dreams are made a reality. And so um, that's some of the work that I do. I also serve as a state uh, advisor panel member with the Georgia Department of Education, uh, specifically for special education. Uh, And we look at policies around the state of Georgia and how we can best serve students with um, exceptionalities and disabilities. And so um, that's just a little bit of the work that I do to advocate for children on a daily basis. I'm so glad you mentioned that, Trey. And my goodness, how could I forget Georgia PTA? That's my, that's on me, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> you and I have served many years at the local um, and regional as well as state level for Georgia PTA. And it's um, certainly been a joy to serve alongside somebody like you that is so passionate about the association and about lifting up all children. Likewise, likewise. Thank you. Well, Trey, um, you kind of teed us up perfectly for our first question when you talked about the other roles that you play. You do wear a lot of hats, but I know that you are particularly passionate about family engagement. And can you talk about why that is so important to you? How do you define family engagement, Trey? Okay. Uh, well, first, let me give you a brief story. Um, I wrote, When I enrolled my younger children in school, I was just disappointed with their lack of growth and development. And um, knowing one of the best things that I can give my kids is a quality education, I became frustrated as a parent and I needed a plan. And um, so I recalled what my parents did and they were actively involved with my educational journey. Um, My parents were PTSA parents at Pebble Brook High School. And so I followed in their example and I got engaged um, with Georgia PTA and locally here with PTA. Um, And that is how it got started. Um, I define family engagement. Um, I look at it as students, parents, grandparents, anyone who is actively involved in the kids' educational life, um, with school staff members, everyone working together in partnership to improve learning health and development for the children. And um, I also view family engagement as a shared responsibility with our community and stakeholders. 
everyone who is committed to supporting the academic success for all children. Um, this intentional engagement, as long as it's focused on um, student outcomes and the student focus, I, I think they all should be at the table. So true. Um, so a very holistic approach, and it reminds me of that old saying, it takes a village. Um, you know, that's, it's not just the people in the house, but the entire community that is responsible for lifting up, educating, empowering um, our youngest scholars. So because we know that they'll be in those leadership positions in just a few years. That is absolutely correct. Oh, well, I love that. Are there other priorities as a community leader that you'd like to share with us? You mentioned your work um, with specifically um, addressing issues that children with different abilities may have, either that or other work. Yes, that's always at the forefront. I, um, all of my children have um, what we call special needs and require services. My oldest son was diagnosed with M as MID or moderately intellectually disabled. And so it was a challenge getting him to the place of graduation and then transitioning and, um, into what to do next after that. And so, um, but the good thing is my son did graduate. He graduated with a regular diploma. Uh, he is now working in a barbershop in um, the city of Marietta and cuts hair every single day and is making a living for himself. Uh, and to see his growth and development uh, is just probably one of the greatest joys of my life. Oh. Uh, my two little ones, they have um, what, what we call ADHD, hyperactivity. Um, there's a number of different uh, terms we use for it, um, but right. just making sure that they stay focused and um, stay engaged with the educational system. It, it has been a challenge and a lot of work, uh, but we are, we're making it. And um, as, a re as a result of that engagement and working with uh, the team, uh, when we talk about an IEP, which is an individual education plan for students that uh, have learning disabilities and other challenges. Uh, that team comes together and we put together a plan for those students. And uh, I tell you, it it has been uh, a blessing for my children educationally and you know, watching them grow and learn to read and love to read and things of that nature is it, it's exciting. So I focus my attention on you know our children with special needs, but I also um, focus our attention on the wholeness and the well-being of all children. And so mental health is a hot topic right now. I hate that it's considered a hot topic, but it is one of those um, topics that we must take advantage of currently. And um, so that we can put things in place that make sure our children are well while they're trying to learn during this uh, pandemic season that we're in. Absolutely. And Trey, again, thank you for such a smooth um, transition, because as you know, our podcast series is about mental health, raising awareness, promoting resiliency and reducing stigma. Um, and, you know, that's even in the most normal of times, right? And then layer on a public health emergency like COVID and, oh my goodness. Um, so if you had to pick a number on a scale of one to 10, Trey, what would you say is the well-being number for the mental health of the youth that you interact with? And, and maybe the next question, um, what about the teachers and in, in your role as a school board representative? I'm sure you hear a lot from faculty and staff as well as family members about what's going on. Can you talk a little bit about that with us? Sure, thank you, great question. Um, 
I look at a lot of different things when I'm gathering my data um, for what is quote unquote well-being for our children. I look at our United Way well-being data. I looked at uh, some of the information that was recently distributed from Cobb Community Foundation in regards to the well-being of um, families and communities. And so uh, in addition to the work with my local unit PTAs and dealing with parents, you know, hands-on, I'm able to confidently say, I think that here in South Cobb, we are around a four, maybe five, um, which means we have a lot of work to do in regards to uh, ensuring the well-being of children and, and our community. Um, but I think that we are on the right path to addressing some of those things to ensure that our children and our families are well during this season. Um, uh, when I look at where we are with our school board, one of the priorities that we have this year is to address mental health and mental wellness, um, not just for our students, but also for our staff and for our teachers and educators. I think it's important that we focus on that. Um, I was excited uh, to hear the work that Cobb Schools was doing when we were at our Resilient Cobb Summit. And um, as they were talking about culture and climate and different shifts that we're taking as a district. And I thought it was important that uh, that was elevated. Also, Georgia PTA, our focus this year is mental health and um, supporting mental health um, throughout our network. And so I see all these different things coming into play. Um, there's state legislation right now that's taking place to support mental health and how we move forward um, as a state to ensure that we are mentally well. And so I'm excited to see all these different components from the state level uh, to a local level and um, how we can help address some of the concerns that we have. Um, I'm always talking about um, what's next. And um, what I say to teachers and educators and those that are caring for children, uh, parents, take advantage of self-care. Uh, I think that is probably one of the most important things that we can do outside of waiting on policies and procedures to you know, work in our favor to support it. Um, I think self-care, um, I look at it as um, giving the world the best of you and not what's left of you. And so you must take care of yourself. You must take time to heal, to rejuvenate, um, and so we have to love ourselves before we can intentionally love one another. And so that's what I give to my educators. That's what I give to parents. Take time for yourself. Um, and there's nothing selfish about that, um, because when you do that, you can take care of someone else. Oh, those, that is so true, Trey. And something we talk um, a lot about at the collaborative and, and try to me um, message around, we've hosted various workshops on managing secondary traumatic stress. Um, and then our community resilience model workshops um, address that too. And I, I love the way you phrased that about, you know, you have to take care of yourself um, so that you're in turn able to take care of others. And certainly our, our educators and our parents and caregivers who have in some respects had to serve as educators or at least supportive educators over the last two years um, need to uh, remember those words. And I thank you so much for raising that point and stressing the importance of it. Yes, um, Absolutely. And I, I hope that you take some time in your incredibly busy days and weeks with all of the hats that you wear that you take some time for self-care as well. You know what I do? Um, I have actually added this into my calendar maybe about three years ago. 
every Tuesday they have a movie, like matinee movies, and it's like a reduced price at the movie theater, like $5 tickets and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And so I go to the movies by myself so that I can decompress. Now, sometimes I take my boys with me, you know, if it's like a Marvel movie or something like that. Um, but this is intentional time just for me. And so I do that to make sure that I just have me time. And so um, I'll be looking forward to doing that tomorrow. Uh, It was was challenging during COVID because movie theaters shut down, but I I literally had to be intentional, close my door, put Netflix on and just watch something to just clear my mind of, you know, the day to day um, craziness. And so, um, yes, I'm doing that. I am. I I love that. I love that. And um, yeah, you can just sort of escape reality. And there's certainly um, nothing wrong. And in fact, I would say that um, would be encouraged. you know, just sort of escape and um, experience something else um, and, and um, activate your willing suspension of disbelief and go from yes. there, right? That's it. That is it. <laughs> Love it. So, and if uh, <clears throat> movies are, are not your jam or, you know, you just can't get away, then there are other ways that people can practice self-care. And we certainly hope that they are taking advantage of those. So super, thank you. Um, Well, Trey, what should I have asked you that I did not? Um, When we talk about being engaged, uh, I think oftentimes we just focus on what is happening at our local school or what's happening with our children. Uh, And I think it is critical that we stay engaged to what is happening around us and that will uh, affect our communities. Uh, We talk about elections every two, three, four, every year, probably. Uh, I think it's important that we are registered voters. I think it's important that we stay abreast to those um, things that are, that will adversely or positively affect us uh, within our communities. Stay engaged um, so that we can make well-informed decisions when it comes time to vote. And that's my soapbox. (laughs) Well, it's a good soapbox. And um, again, that's something that we'll be working on this year with our Vote Your Voice initiative. So we are focused on voter registration, education, and mobilization, because as you say, it it is so important to to be engaged and those um, to have a voice in the type of community that you want to live in and the type of leaders that you want to lead. Um, that community. So thank you for mentioning that. So lots of opportunities to be engaged, right? Yes, this is a busy year. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, Trey, we can't thank you enough for taking time out of your incredibly busy schedule to join us for a few minutes for our Mind Your Mind podcast. We will eagerly be looking forward to hearing your movie reviews. Maybe you could start a podcast about that. <laughs> Probably could, yes. So, um, well, thank you. We certainly look forward to seeing you all around town and watching you um, lead in, in the various initiatives that you have and serving on the school board as well. We thank you for the attention and the care that you always bring to all of your roles and particularly um, as you pay particular attention to the youth and the young people in our lives. So thank you, Trey. Thank you. And thank you for the invitation and thank you for all the work that you do with Cobb Collaborative. It is appreciated. Oh, a pleasure. Listeners, thank you for tuning in today and be sure And to be sure that you don't miss any future podcasts, please subscribe to our Mind Your Mind podcast. 
and we ask that you leave us a review on Apple. Until next time, remember there is no health without mental health. Please mind your mind and keep an eye on those loved ones in your lives.